my name is Lizzie Palmer and this is another episode for Lunar Poetry Shorts. Uh, today I am in Camberwell in my new house, which I just moved into yesterday, and I am joined by the poet Abby Palmer. Hello, Lizzie. Hello, Abby. How are you? Oh, I'm very well, thank you. It <laughs> feels like we're cousins or sisters. Yeah, long lost cousins. Yeah. I think we are. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, as we always do, I think we'll start with a poem, please. Well, have I got a treat for you. I have a poem called The Palmer. <laughs> um, so, I don't know if you know this, Lizzie Palmer, but uh, the origins of our name is in... Um, of our shared family name is in uh, pilgrimages, so palmers who went out. Um, And something that is interesting about that is a lot of uh, the pilgrims who who went out on pilgrimages and came back with palm leaves to prove that they've been on pilgrimages actually didn't finish the pilgrimage and would buy them on the way. Um, So uh, this is a poem about that, it's called The Palmer. The Palmer. He wore the hair shirt till his skin rusted, shaved his scalp, ate no meat on the Sabbath, lowered his gaze as the woman passed, slapped his horse and cantered eastwards. Sun failed. He sank into trench black, awoke in a field he could not remember, lost one sandal, shuffled forwards, missed the boat, wept, waited, and on the shore his drunken hips lurched, unfamiliar. He licked his teeth and counted the days his tongue was sand, heard tales of slaughter against your name, offered another coin to the pardoner who handed him a branch. He plucked one leaf, split his fingers, felt your laugh in the empty wind, cracked the spine and mumbled a paternoster, wove himself across held it upwards in blistered hands, cried hallelujah and cantered home. Wonderful. Thank you, Abby. You're very welcome. Um, so the first question, which we ask everybody, mm-hmm. is why poetry? That's a really interesting question. Um, do people have succinct answers to that question? Um, no. <laughs> I think... Pretty much everyone's answer has been different yeah. to that question, which yeah. is, I think, it seems like quite a, I don't know, almost a, a kind of silly, vague question, but it does provide really interesting answers. Yeah, I guess for me, uh, poetry is a lot about um, organisation of thoughts, like I I have a, a lot of words to say quite a lot of the time. Um, if you if you're ever with me in a pub, you you might notice that. Um, but um, it poetry is so much about the organisation of ideas. You you have like this very small frame within which to to um, f- place things. Mm. So um, I I respond to poetry in a way that I don't respond to other writing. It it makes me think in in a different way. Um, And it's just how things come out. Like I've tried writing in in other forms. Apparently I sleep talk in rhyme, um, (laughs) which is a a really bizarre thing um, that my boyfriend told me recently. Oh, I Um, snore in iambic pentameter. Yeah, well. It's just natural. (laughs) Yeah. us bards <laughs> um yeah i yeah so i guess it's a lot about um it's a lot about 
organization of of thoughts and and um and it's also i guess about restrictions like it, you've got so much space out there within which to to put things i'm very i'm a words sort of person and and then having having limits i like i like limits in writing mm. um i really like like the ulipan poets who set themselves like really rigid rules and i like i like that yeah. that kind of organization of ideas it, i think things happen which surprise you that um if i had the 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 freedom of of a novel um it would it would probably be quite I, I would I would have too many ideas and just pile pile one on top of the other. Mm. And the other thing, um, I I have a lot of pain um, in my hands. I have got um I've got a, a medical condition that causes a lot of pain, and um, so actually writing very small amounts um, is helpful. I, I don't I couldn't write a novel, so it, I guess that's that's kind of I've always written. Uh, po- poetry since I w- since I was really young. I think I I wrote my first poem when I was about four. But it's kind of lucky because as I've got older, it's become more and more necessary. Yeah. So I mean, often the way I sort of when I'm thinking about how and why I write poetry, mm-hmm. I kind of think of it. I wonder if it's almost like a like a control thing or an OCD thing. Um, particularly if I write something that's quite strictly structured and rhythmic. Um, so do you think maybe that's got something to do with it or is it more of a like a cathartic thing for you as you say you have a lot of pain and concentrating on sort of ordering and metering something yeah it's kind of both actually I would say um in some ways that I think I write for two reasons one to because I've got something that I just need to talk about so so for instance I've written a lot about disability um and, and pain um, and sometimes it, it's it's just easier to process it that way. Mm. Um, so, um, uh, but actually, when I write like that, it tends to be um, more. It I remove restrictions, so I remove punctuation altogether, and I, I remove I, I remove any rules except that just to keep going, um, which is kind of the opposite to all the advice you're given to deal with pain. But when I'm writing about other things um it tends to be ha- having the rules um or having having a restriction i'm i'm quite a perfectionist writer i'll just re re rewrite and rewrite and rewrite and and um cut and stick and cut and stick and and um and then go into it with a pen and go over and over the same line kind of obsessively so yeah i guess that that obsessive um i i wouldn't i i mean i i i Oh yeah, that obsession to to make it right and and make it perfect. Mm. Um, then some sometimes something comes out of that that you weren't expecting. So I feel like it like so there are two ways of of thinking I suppose um, or two ways of using words. One is that you've got an idea that you need to say and the the idea is fully formed and the words are just using it. And sometimes I use. I'm using the words because I like how they sound and then through that suddenly you have some kind of like major revelation or it it makes you think about things differently so then sometimes I'm led by the words and sometimes the words are leading me. So what have been your main influences as a writer? 
Um, well, I've had some really good help, I suppose. Um, when I, I started writing, um, as, I, as I said, when I was a lot younger, um, but when I moved to London, I met some, some really influential poets. Um, I, I ended up living quite close to Wayne Holloway Smith um, and, and hearing, um, re reading uh, his, his uh, book, Be uh, Beloved, in case you've been wondering, and that was a kind of real shift for me in terms of, of how I wrote um, uh, it, the aesthetics of, of the language he uses. It, it, it was, he, he would create a, a mood th through the poem, kind, kind of that would totally shift how, how you how you were you were f feeling I suppose I, I think he'd probably be quite bewildered by that description um, but um, but yeah creating a mood that is totally new rather than just writing about something that's happening to you that was a huge influence um, and then I guess since then um, Bobby Parker has been been a big influence in in in, in totally the opposite way in that he 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 talks very much about what's what's going on in in a in one very distinct voice and and so that's been a huge influence. Um, in terms of woman writers, I suppose um, I was really influenced. I heard Karen Haley read a few a few years ago, and she she has a really um, she has a way of just creating. She's a voice actor as well, so she creates these voices in her in her poems, and then and then through that you you again it creates a different mood through performing a voice is, is a really interesting thing and and selena godden manages to do kind of a mixture of both where she where she writes writes in a voice so so on, on the page and and as she's performing it it sounds totally um it, it totally is you're 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 there with with them just through the through the the voice that's used oh okay so yeah i guess in terms of um of of character poems. This is kind of a really good example of a of a poem that um, I started writing it at, with a ca with a character in mind, and then it ended up telling me more about myself than I than I realised. Um, that the character in it is is a clown. Um, I grew up in a kind of um, clowning community. My mum was a clown artist, so we would kind of go to a lot of clown conventions, um, and there would always be clowns around us my, my brother ended up doing doing clowning and um this this poem it, i so i started writing it as a as a cat with this with this clown character in mind and then and then it ended up being quite an emotional poem about um how i feel about um i guess my my family a little bit this is called clown noir a love poem in three acts Act one, the hotel lobby. Cartoon tears roll into your tequila. Plop, the barman, why the long face? A pause, no punchline, just a slump fall. Crown knocked sideways on a badly shaven egg. I scooch over a couple of seats. Franca, the barstool says. You raise a painted brow. Act two, 
Hotel room number 1304, you're undressing me. Pantaloons flung carelessly over the open door and you're blowing raspberries onto my upturned pelvis. Grease paint smeared all over my inner thigh. I squeal in delight. A pantomime pause as you fumble for contraception, searching case within case within case. I lean over and open the minibar. A can of peanuts explodes. Act three, the morning after. Side by side on a satin headboard, my hair unpinned and matted with custard foam. You tap my arm, intimate the loss of one bulbous red nose. I fold my legs and hiccup it into your gloved hand. Presto, a glimmer of smile. I stand to shower, trailing a fallen curtain around my breasts. Your eyes accept, all happiness fades. But I'm back on my knees and whispering. Let me mother you. I will sit backstage and powder dusty creases into your rumpled face. Night after night I will play your accordion, pipes, comedy sound effects over your loop of grief. Balance my delicate ballet flats over your oversized pancake feet and dance. One day you'll even speak to me. One day we'll look back on this moment and laugh. Thank you. Um, so a lot of your poetry is, um, you obviously you perform a lot um, and presumably a lot of it has been written for performing. Um, and so I was going to ask you about what projects and things you have going on at the moment, um, but I was reading a little bit uh, about some of your recent work um, and you, you do a lot of pieces which are interactive Mm -hmm. with the audience mm -hmm. so um, I think maybe it would be interesting to talk more specifically about some of those um, and I should say for listeners if you would like to um, be involved in a bit of audience participation with the next poem um, you should now go to your kitchen and get some salt and keep it aside and you'll find out why <laughs> surely um, so yeah perhaps Abby you could uh, tell us a bit about um, yeah, the your interactive pieces that you do. Yeah, so I was I w something that really interests me about writing is um, the idea of metaphors um, uh, and 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 new the the kind of conflict that happens when you have a, a metaphor that that makes you think about something from a different angle, so, so a, a space that you hadn't. For connecting to things that hadn't been connected before I'm really interested in in kind of connections and juxtapositions um so I started trying to I wondered how far that could go and whether it could go beyond just just words in, into other language um so uh, I started trying to write poems that you you were totally immersed in so for instance the the salt one we did later was an attempt at immersing you within within an idea that became the poem and then from there I, I started becoming more interested in the opposite of that so what happens when you when you take um, one experience and words and c contrast it with 
a totally different physical experience how does that change how, how you listen to the words um, and that developed into a project um, called uh, alchemy which which um, is a is about testing these experiences um, it's it's kind of taking um, classic um, classic uh, the 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 classic idea of alchemy is basically earth air water water and fire being the basis upon which everything is created Ar aristotle kind of su was suggesting that the entire universe is just made from these four elements um and then in the early in the in the 17th century um the uh, as as science as we know it now empirical science started to develop um people started to question question that logic in that it, it's t entirely text-based you know Aristotle said it and it was quoted back for, for generations um, and uh, Robert Boyle came along and said well actually we, we shouldn't just be relying on, on the words of, of one, one writer we should be um, testing these phys these experiences physically and he, so he started testing reactions between different elements and through that he formed the basis of the periodic table mm -hmm. so that's a kind of a really exciting an exciting conflict between a verbal or, or a literary experience and actual physical experience and I was wondering if we could reproduce that so um, so this so alchemy is basically a chance to do that you it, I, I've created it I did it as a live performance first um, for uh, for an event um, called roulade which was uh, which was themed around alchemy um, and I was testing um, people's experiences that I had four four poems um, one based upon earth one air one water and one fire and then four physical experiences you could have like dirt rubbed into your hands for earth or you could um, smell the smell the smell of a lit match that's just been blown out for, for fire um, and I was or, or you could suck on a Wrigley's airwave that was one of them <laughs> so um, that was quite an intense experience um, so yeah so you so there are all these different experiences and um, you pick two at random so you you might have an earth poem mixed with an air aroma or an air experience and I was interested to see would that change the, your physical would your physical reaction change the way you heard the words um, and I've just been kind of um, gathering people's uh, responses to that and some of them are, are quite surprising um, I, I recently created the alchemy um, the alchemy project into a box set that people could take home and try at home and and people keep getting back to me and telling me oh well when I heard this poem using one um, physical stimulus it felt like a breakup poem <laughs> but then with another one it was a love poem <laughs> and that was that's amazing to, to me to, to go okay it's, you that's totally transformed how you heard yeah. and, and felt those words um, and and so yeah pu pushing outwards beyond beyond language was was kind of a, a really interesting experience yeah, it's really fascinating it'd be interesting to see how far you could go with that and in how many different ways as well that's a really brilliant idea <laughs> thank you um, yeah I, i'm hoping to see push it further at, at different times um but get just getting alchemy out at the moment is, is my current project yeah. yeah um so do you think maybe you'll like in terms of future projects are you quite 
interested in doing similar things like that? Do you think it will be more kind of interactive performancey stuff or um, do you still have sort of other things on the go like just for yourself or other types of writing or yeah um i i that yeah there's definitely two I, i'm kind of on this i feel like this entire interview has been like two strands of of talking one where i'm talking about writing and one where i'm talking about performing and and um they they definitely are kind of pushing in different directions at the same time so i i feel like recently i've i'm trying to improve just the act of writing that that's something um and and you could become gimmicky if you if you only ever do fun interactive or, or weird interactive stuff um yeah so i feel like I, i'm kind of pushing in two directions um what one which is very performance based um and and not just performance but experience based um um chat challenging like playing with language and Mm. and other experiences and I'm kind of really curious to see where that will go next all of the um I I, before I did alchemy I did I did a project based around mineralogy um which which had a a similar theme um I don't this is something that you probably can't tell via a a podcast but um alchemy and mineralogy are both projects which involve matchboxes I, I I collect novelty matchboxes um, and the whole thing started by what could you put in a matchbox that somebody opened and then the poem came came from that so I've got like 500 matchboxes left that I've got to fill so I've got got to do something <laughs> more more with with those and I'm yeah I, I after alchemy, there probably will be a, de- a development. I've, I've been kind of referring to it as micro immersive poetry, and, and I'm curious to, to see different ways in which you could get absorbed in or, or pull, pulled out from, from the moment through what's in the box. Um, sounds like a magician. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but on the other hand, I'm also trying to develop the actual practice of writing, and, and um, I don't want to go too far just down um experimentation without also focusing on on actually making the words good yeah. too so so that's something i'm trying to develop as well and mm. that's hard sometimes yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so on that note maybe we could have our third and final poem yeah okay so we're going to try um try a, an experiment if any of you at home want to try this um and feedback on on how it changes your listening experience i would be really grateful this is um a poem from my my mineralogy collection (laughs) (laughs) my my collection of poems about minerals um uh, the mineral here is salt so um what what you would do if you were if you were to join in um and feel free not to but it would be great to to if you did um what you would do is put a tiny tiny little bit of salt on the end of your tongue you can close your mouth but don't swallow until i say the word swallow um and i will emphasize the word swallow um uh are you all ready and sitting comfortably <laughs> then we'll begin s a l t Storms are looking tangible. Sun's axis leans, tipping. Sunbeams are leaping to shade. 
Alas, love, the skies are loosening. That scarred and languid tightens bits atom like thunderclaps. Seal all locks, there's something at large. Then, slowly, and like teardrops spilling, all liquid trickle, silently arising. Let the streams ascend, lurching they swell as land turns sea like all little tiny sailors afloat, link arms together, shouting ahoy loudly, there shelterless, angular, lonely, there's salt water against lemony, turgid skin. Then speak about luck, that sunken Atlantis lurks, treasure spotted as legend tells, sandy anchors lower to sparkling, ancient lungless terrain, sea folk are looming there, sharing ancient loot. Tongue, swallow all lowly terror, sit afloat, love the storm and look, treasure. Brilliant. Thank you. It would be interesting to uh, hear some feedback if anyone took part in that. Um, yeah, I'm also curious. Normally there's someone with salt on their tongues as I do that, so I speed up if it looks like they're going whack. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, the best is like salt flakes if you've got any of those. That sounds really pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, so, yeah, my, my final question... Mm-hmm. Um, where can people find out more about your work? Uh, do you have websites, blogs, Twitter, etc? I do indeed. Um, so I'm, I've got a website that automatically redirects to a blog. Um, it's uh, Um So that's A-B-I Palmer. Yep, and you can also get me on Twitter. I'm abbypalmer underscore bot because I'm a robot. Um, and you can find me on Facebook. I think it's um, facebook.com forward slash Abby Palmer is your friend. I think that, that might be what it is. Yeah, so that's how you can find me. Great. Great. Thanks, Abby Palmer. You are very welcome, Lizzie Palmer. <laughs> um, if anybody would like to leave their feedback, uh, you can do so in the comments underneath the YouTube video, which you are looking at and listening to. Um, alternatively, on um, the Lunar Podcast Twitter feed, uh, which is silent underscore tongue. Um, and yeah, we'll see what happens. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye bye.